Hello and welcome to the Fearless in Love podcast, the show that will help you transform your relationship by first transforming you. My name is Hannah and I'm a relationship anxiety coach and breathwork facilitator, but I've also come out of the other side of relationship anxiety myself. Now that I'm looking through a lens of clarity, I am here to help you experience deep love and connection, not only with your partner, but in every area of your beautiful life. Hi guys, welcome back to the Fearless in Love podcast. It is nighttime here. I'm sitting here in my pajamas with my little sparkling water and I just felt like talking to you. I was like, it feels like a good time to record a podcast. So I sprinted upstairs, we have our mood lighting on, and we are diving into one of the most requested... Okay, I feel like I say this every single time, and I'm sorry if I do, but I'm going through the most requested episodes right now. So this is one of the most requested episodes. I'm not just saying that every time. And it is the topic of getting into your feminine energy. I hosted a free workshop on Monday and part of it at the very end talked about feminine energy and I got so many questions from you. I got questions from people who were super excited and wanted to learn more and then we also had some people who felt a little bit anxious about the topic and so I wanted to record this right away so that I could show you and explain to you how empowering this topic is. This is a topic that, first of all, I had no idea existed. I didn't really know what feminine energy was compared to masculine energy. And then once I really figured it out on a deeper level, it was like, okay, wow, so many things about my relationship that used to give me anxiety make sense now. Like everything just made so much more sense. And I realized that there were so many ways that I was kind of pushing against my natural way of being. And then I also noticed there's so many ways that relationship wounds stop us from being in our feminine energy. So I'm going to go into it today and I wanted to start off by explaining what is feminine and masculine energy? Because I know that it's a big topic on Instagram right now and we need to make sure that we're on the same page. So to be completely basic about it, if you've never heard of feminine and masculine energy before, basically people have both energies within them. Me and you both have a feminine part of us and a more masculine part of us. However, women tend to lean more towards the feminine energy side of things. Not all women, but most women do. And then men, of course, have feminine energy as well, and they can lean towards the feminine or the masculine, but most men lean towards masculine energy being their most dominant energy. And then when a man and a woman are in a relationship, because it's kind of like yin and yang. There's the feminine and the masculine there. They are drawn together. There's kind of a magnetism, just like how two opposite types of magnets are drawn together. So this is why I always say like when people are worried that their partner isn't the same as them, 
or they're expecting their partner to chat to them the same way that their girlfriends chat to them or like to go to the same coffee shops or whatever I'm like it's okay it's because you're different he's more masculine sorry Alex just called me to say goodnight I thought I would leave that ringing in because I really wanted to feel like you're sitting here with me having a conversation like we're really just having girl talk and yeah that's what happened he's three hours ahead so he calls me to say goodnight every single night and that's kind of like our point of connection throughout the day actually he doesn't call me every single night sometimes he forgets and that used to really bother me last night he fell asleep without saying goodnight um and it used to drive me insane and give me so much anxiety but now i understand so there's one little example for you of how healing your relationship anxiety can make things a little bit easier but back to the topic we are so all over the place so with feminine and masculine energy if there is an imbalance it's not going to feel good or smooth for either person and that's why this changed my life because I realized wow I had been showing up so masculine because of my relationship wounds and it had kind of forced him into his feminine energy a little bit but I didn't know what the problem was and this is back during a time when I didn't realize that my energy and the way I was communicating and showing up affects how he shows up and so of course I was just kind of blaming it all on him like oh he is this way these are his traits which then caused relationship anxiety because I was like oh I don't want to be with somebody who's like that I want somebody who is more masculine more xyz but I didn't realize okay I play just a bigger role in this and this isn't feeling good for either of us we don't know why it's not feeling good but it wasn't feeling good for either of us so what is feminine energy when I think of feminine energy I think of the words intuition emotion surrender receiving nurturing it's more body based like feeling instead of more in your head logical and then when i think of masculine energy it's more action oriented assertive leadership providing sacrifice the masculine is like the outward shell kind of like the rock so that the feminine which is more sensitive can feel safe to open up and to receive i hope i'm explaining this okay i know it can sound very like woo woo but when you actually experience it in action you're like oh this like okay yeah i get this i remember this this is like something that feels really good to me so i'll give you an example when Alex and I were on our cruise not long ago, a few weeks ago, it was this giant ship. I mean, if you've been on a cruise ship before, you know there's so many rooms and it's kind of hard to navigate and find your room, at least on the ship that we were on, because it's like you walk through almost a maze of different rooms and the numbers seem like they're all out of place and then there's so many different activities and different floors and it, it just felt like we were constantly walking around trying to find stuff. Like every single time we went back to our room, we were lost and it took us a few minutes to find our room. And so for the first half of the cruise, I was the one 
who would have like the itinerary out. I'd be like, come on, Alex. And I'd be, I'd have my hand up in the air looking at like the little map leading him and he'd be behind me just kind of chilling, following me. And I was doing all of the work of trying to find out where we need to go and how to get there. And then because I've talked to him so much about it before, uh, the feminine masculine energy thing, he was like, wait a minute, you're really like being masculine right now. Like you're really in your masculine energy. I thought you wanted me to like lead so that you could just kind of relax and be present. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Wow. Thank you for pointing that out. And so I stopped doing that. It took a conscious effort and I allowed him to figure out where we were going. And I followed him and I was so much more relaxed. It was like a weight off my shoulders. Like, ugh, you already have so much to deal with. Not having to be the one to think is so nice. And it's not that I couldn't do it, but it feels so nice. And then it also makes me feel taken care of and loved. And then to the masculine, doing those sorts of things and kind of being in more of the leadership position feels really good too because the masculine loves to provide and loves to protect and serve. By the way, if this doesn't feel good to you, there can be nuance here. Like embracing your feminine energy could mean so many different things to so many different people. That was an example from my life of what it felt like for me to be in my feminine energy. But it's not like you just have to give up doing anything for the rest of your life. And then also there are different times that you get to lean into both your feminine energy and your masculine energy. So it's not always going to be black and white. I think relationship anxiety always wants you to be like, oh, if he's not doing this 24-7 for me and if I go on vacation and, and he's not the one to do the directions now, then I'm not with the right person. I'm not with a masculine person. These things have taken a long time. I've been with my partner for five over five years now and to get to this place I've had to do a lot of work I've had to heal my relationship wounds I've had to work on letting go of control and feeling safe to open up and surrender he has learned what works for the relationship and what makes me feel loved and he wasn't perfect at first and it took a lot of trial and error so I just want to put this disclaimer in there that This isn't about getting it perfect and it's not going to look the same for everybody and if your partner isn't quote-unquote masculine right now doesn't mean that that's who he is and that he can't grow and learn to embody more of that. And this episode is not about how to get your partner to be more masculine. This is about you. This is about how do we help you Embrace your feminine energy so that you feel good. Not so that your partner starts acting more masculine, but so that you feel good on your own. And yes, it probably will create some positive shifts in the dynamic, but that's not the main reason we're doing it. Okay, let's talk about how you can embrace your feminine energy and why you don't actually have to right now. And it's not a bad thing. So when you have relationship wounds... It can be very hard to get into that state of opening up and receiving and surrendering 
Because for most people, when they don't feel safe, they tap into more of that masculine energy, that like protection energy. And what that can look like is you have a part of you that doesn't feel safe, that has those relationship wounds. And then because you don't feel safe, another part of you steps up and it's like, okay, we need to protect ourselves. We are vulnerable right now. And so what happens? You become controlling, you criticize, you stay in your head and you overthink instead of being in your body. You stop listening to your intuition or you fully lose touch with your intuition because you're afraid of it because you're like, okay, I can't trust my intuition because my emotions are so all over the place. When I was having horrible relationship anxiety, I think I've mentioned this before, but I outwardly was like, I hate my intuition. I hate my intuition because I thought my intuition was telling me to leave my partner when really that was just fear. But because I had so much fear, I didn't have access to my intuition at the time. A lot of people call this the masculine shield where it's like you're putting this invisible shield up. It's kind of like how I talk about how you can open your heart and close your heart. Your heart is closed. You have that shield up. And it's the reason that you can't see the good in your partner. You don't feel 100% relaxed when you're together. You're in your head. You are having all of these different triggers and coping mechanisms coming up. And so in order to embrace your feminine energy, these relationship wounds have to be healed to a point where you're able to let that guard down and to open your heart and to be in your body. Only then are you going to be able to trust your partner enough to have him show up as a masculine person in your life to show up for you. An example of this is when I was very in my masculine and I had really bad anxiety, it was like even when my partner did show up for me, there was always something wrong with it. I could never accept it. I was not good at receiving which is a trait of the feminine it was like he could do all the right things he could say the most sweet thing to me and I'd be like yeah but so and so said this or you could have said it that way and it's because I had those walls up it's because I did not trust him and then as I started to heal and feel better and become more lighthearted where I was able just to laugh with him and to have fun, everything slowly started to shift and I saw a change in both of us. So anyways, this is why in the Fearless in Love Academy, the program that we're launching right now, it's going to be our signature program, it focuses on healing your relationship wounds first and foremost and then at the very, very end, is when we go over relationship energetics and we touch on this feminine and masculine energy. Because truly, I think it would be a waste of time trying to force yourself to act more feminine and to be in your feminine when you're not feeling safe. First and foremost, you need to release the wounds from the past and the fears and the beliefs that are causing you to do all of these maladaptive things like worrying, criticizing, nitpicking, all of that. If you know that you have relationship wounds and this is something that you want to work on, I would highly recommend DMing me the word academy 
and you'll get to read up on the Fearless in Love Academy, everything it's going to include. It literally goes over everything I know about relationship anxiety and the exact same things I did to get me out of the relationship anxiety cycle. So check that out, but I want to give you something today that you can immediately implement. So I am going to tell you a couple things that you can practice to get more into your feminine energy. They're really little things. We're starting small because like I said, if you have relationship wounds, you should start small. And these things are actually going to be supplementary to your healing journey. They're going to help. So the first thing is appreciation. When you are experiencing gratitude, you are in the highest vibrational frequency there is. You're in touch with who you really are. And so if you're a feminine being, then of course you are in your feminine energy. This will also help your man to step up more into his masculine because it feels really good to the masculine to be recognized for the things that they're doing, which is usually the opposite of what relationship anxiety makes us do, which is nitpicking and telling them they're not good enough. So what I challenge you to do here is every time your partner does something for you, even if it's really, really small, I want you to genuinely thank him from your heart and really feel into what it feels like to be cared for. I think that sometimes we wait for like big grand gestures to finally lean into appreciation, but you can tap into appreciation even if it's like the smallest thing, like bringing you toilet paper when there's no more toilet paper left. And the more you practice this, the easier it's going to get. And then he's actually going to be encouraged to show up more. But again, that's not why we're doing it. We're doing it because it feels good to us. If we were doing it to change him, then that wouldn't be in your feminine energy. The second thing I want you to focus on is taking the emphasis off of caring for him and mothering him and place the emphasis on taking care of you. I think this is where a lot of people get it wrong and they assume, I also assumed this, that their partner loves them for the things that you do for him. And of course that can be really nice. However, your partner loves you for your energy. The masculine doesn't love the feminine for what she can do for him because he can do all of those things on his own. He loves her for this different emotional energy that she brings that he doesn't have access to on his own. And so the beautiful thing is when you go on this healing journey and you start investing time into yourself and working on you, that is going to slowly help bring you out of your masculine and into your feminine. This could look like many different things. This could look like starting a meditation practice. This could look like prioritizing you over your partner. I fell into the trap, which a lot of people do, of thinking that in order to get love, I need to give, 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 give. But a lot of the times that can breed resentment. And if you're doing it from a place of I'm doing this for you because I'm trying to get love, then it's not going to feel good for either person. I had to learn that the hard way. 
So stop putting him at the top of your list for now and start pouring your energy into things that make you feel good. Self-care, healing journey, creativity, hanging out with your girlfriends. You can still make him dinner or get him presents and do all the things that you like to do, but you're not overdoing it. And you're not doing it in a way that says, you are more important than me. There isn't any sacrifice. I think that's the important thing. But then I also have to say as a disclaimer that sometimes we do sacrifice for our partners. This is very nuanced. So don't listen to this and be like, shoot, my partner's really busy at work and so I have to make him dinner sometimes and I have to do this and that and so I'm feeling resentful and I'm not in my feminine energy because that's what I heard on Hannah's podcast. No, if it makes sense for the situation, of course, but if you're doing it when it's not needed and you're just choosing to do it even though he's not asking for it, that is when you can take a step back. And then the last point that I want to say that you can start to implement is letting your partner do things on his own and letting him make mistakes. This was one that was really, really hard for me because I did have that controlling part of me that wanted to just do everything myself and micromanage him. But at the end of the day, that is stepping out of your feminine energy and it doesn't actually feel good to either of you. So what does this look like? An example could be your partner makes the bed in the morning for both of you and he keeps doing it in the quote wrong way according to you. Like you love to stack the pillows in a certain way and like fluff them up and make them look really nice. But even though you keep telling him, he keeps making the bed in not a wrong way, but a different way. Little things like that, you can practice surrendering. Where it's like, okay, is this really that important? Would I rather step out of my feminine energy and bring this up with him? Or is this a little thing that I can accept and I could actually be appreciative that he's putting in the effort to make the bed so that I don't have to? One example that, oh my gosh, this is like the hardest thing for me, you guys. I really wanted um, Alex to start booking reservations instead of me always choosing the restaurant. And then he started doing it, but I was like, this isn't the right restaurant. This is not what I would have chosen. I have a crazy routine when I go to a new place where I go on Yelp and I look through like a million restaurants and I look through all the reviews and I find the perfect one. And so I wanted him to do that, but if I'm being real with myself, I don't know if he ever could have gotten it 100% right according to my Yelp standards. And so I brought it up with my friend who I think is an authority in this topic and she was like, if you want him to do that for you, then you have to be okay with whatever he chooses. That's part of being in your feminine energy because he is taking the lead and making the plan. You can't ask him to do something if then you're going to criticize it. And so that's a little bit of a trade-off and a little bit of a practice for me of accepting imperfection and being okay with letting somebody else make a decision that isn't the decision that I would have chosen. And at the end of the day, you know what? It actually feels good to be like, you know what? I don't really care that much about where we go. 
I'll have fun wherever we are together. And of course, that part of me that loves to control is like screaming inside. But over time, you get more comfortable and that perfectionism starts to fade. And this doesn't have to be super black and white, which I know some people might be thinking where you're like, okay, I never get to choose a restaurant again. Or like, I have to let him choose the restaurant or I'm not my feminine energy. This is just, again, one example that felt good for me. Not all people in their feminine energy have their partners choose the restaurant. And there's different things you could do. Like I might let him choose the restaurant some days and I choose other days instead of me choosing 100% of the time. Or maybe because I'm so picky, I could find two restaurants and be like, okay, I'd like to go to one of these two restaurants if you could make the reservation and choose. So just go slow with this. Just play with it here or there of like, oh, it might feel good to let go of just like one ounce of control or to accept one little thing that maybe I would have started an argument about before, but you know what? It's not worth it for me. I would rather just relax and be okay with it. It's going to look different for everybody. I can't stress that enough, but let your feelings be your guide. What feels like a relief? And again, might not feel like a relief at all until you heal your relationship wounds, which again is totally okay and we have the academy for that. I am now going to go wind down, watch some Gilmore Girls and get ready for bed, but I hope that this episode was helpful. I hope that it felt empowering and it taught you something new. So just play with it, have fun with it, test out little things here and there and trust that over time this is going to be something that becomes easier and easier for you all right i love you guys have a great day i will see you next week